0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. My name is Scott Cowan, and I'm the host of the show. Each episode, I have a conversation with an interesting guest who is living in or from Washington State. These are casual conversations with real and interesting people. I think you're going to like the show. So let's jump right in with today's guest. Well, welcome to this episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast. My guest today is Amy Cross. When you go to Amy's website, it says that you probably found her because of her strawberries in a jar or her book. Well, I didn't find you that way, Amy. I found you because our Instagram uh, channel, I guess that's the word I'm supposed to use. Um, My daughter, who runs our Instagram channel, put a survey out late in 2022. Who would you like to have us on as a guest on the podcast? Your name was number one on that list. I'd never heard of you. Uh, I did a little research. I reached out to your team. We we talked back and forth. We, we dropped the ball. We picked it back up. And now you and I are sitting here. You're in your kitchen. I'm in my office and I'm talking to you. So since my, my audience wants to hear about you, I'm going to let you tell the audience you, who are you, Amy?
1: My name is Amy Cross. I'm in the, um, Western Washington, the wet side of Washington area. And I'm born and raised a Washingtonian. Yeah. And um, I have a blog and an Instagram that started last July. July 2021 called The Cross Legacy, which is our family motto. I never, ever thought when I started this that just a few days later, pictures of my fridge would make me go viral and change lives all around the world. So I am also known as the strawberry lady. I get recognized when I'm out and about. My strawberries in a jar hack has been shared well over 18 million times tagged back to me and millions more times not tagged back to me for the correct instructions, but um, people all over the world are starting to recognize the cross legacy and Amy cross as being a produce expert and really being able to teach you how to save money on groceries.
0: Okay. So I got to ask you, so you said you started this in July of 2021. Most people don't just wake up and go, I'm going to start a blog today and put something out. So what was the motivation for you? What was the, what drove you to saying, I'm going to share something with the world?
1: So, I have honestly, I've owned a housekeeping company for 15 years, and it was closed during the pandemic. And um, we had some life changes that happened, and we were stuck at home like everybody else. And I was having a really, really hard time. Um, I had read 136 books that year. We were in the middle of a kitchen remodel, like all of my hobbies were taken away, like all of the things. And I had this friend for years that kept like, Amy, you have mad skills with produce. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't realize that so many families threw produce away because that's just not how I'm wired. Um, we use all of the produce that we buy. And so I started answering questions on Facebook groups and um, particularly Jordan Page's shelf cooking group. And mm-hmm. there were so many moms that were scared to go to the grocery store. They were scared to take their kids to the grocery store. They were scared of you know, the prices and the shelves being empty and those kind of things. And I, I just know how to keep produce fresh longer. I only Mm -hmm. go grocery shopping once every three weeks. I have some medical issues that makes me not want to go to the grocery store so often. And, um, I just started answering questions. I just, it started with blueberries. Somebody was like, oh, I can't get blueberries to last more than four days. I'm like, what are you talking about? My blueberries are four weeks old in the fridge right now. And they were like, no, they're not. And I'm like, here, here's a picture. Like, And so Jordan Page, who I've been following for years, like she has millions of followers. Mm -hmm. She reached out to me and she's like, Amy, you have something here. You need to start your own Instagram. So I started it like, July 1st, I ended up taking a blog course that July 1st weekend while my husband was tearing our kitchen apart. (laughs) On July 3rd, I put up strawberries in a jar. It was one of my very first posts. It was just a picture of my fridge. Like, it wasn't a big deal. And by October, it had went viral and has Mm. totally, completely changed our lives.
0: So that picture of your fridge, I, tongue-in-cheek, but I'm doubting you, your fridge (laughs) cannot look like that no that that's like that photograph you're in your kitchen can I challenge you to turn your camera and show me always and I'll, I'm going to vouch everyone I'm going to tell the truth
2: so, so she's opening
0: up the left side of her fridge I am disgusted because it is you this, didn't know I was doing this This
1: like, so, is an avocado that's a month
0: old and that's in just a canning jar
1: that's in a jar. It's half open. So it's only been open for a couple of days. I have another one that's um, a month old here.
0: So okay.
1: if you keep them in the crisper drawer with a lemon, it's their produce buddies and they stay fresher longer. I've been in nine newspapers around the world because of this. Uh, so,
0: so, okay. So I, I got, I'm trying to just, since no one's going to see this, but me, so I'm cool. going to try to describe this. So the top shelf looks like.
1: There's pomegranates.
0: Pomegranates. okay. There's pomegranates. There's a half an avocado. I gotta say, I look feel like there's I'm one looking
1: at left from uh, this fall that's still up there. There's some cranberries from Thanksgiving in a jar.
0: This looks like something I would see at Whole Foods everybody. I mean it's just <laughs> it does. it's organized. It's neat. And, and it's organized. It's we should all be ashamed of our refrigerators oh here. I gotta get one for you.
1: Let me get this up. me put this down here. these carrots and celery i from November 5th. You can see it; even says it right here. Let me
0: right. Put it. right. So these are in, so everything appears to be in a, a glass jar. And what you're showing me with the carrots it's is a, a glass container with a plastic top that snaps yeah, on all a four pirate sides. Container. Right. Um,
1: okay. So these are from November
0: 5th. Listen. It snapped. I don't know that the audio is going to translate, but yeah, it there's, a, there's, it's jump. crisp. It was, it wasn't rubbery. It was crisp. So, yeah. first off, I gotta tease you because that refrigerator just doesn't look natural, but I'm, <laughs> um, it's it's awe inspiring. So before you did the block, did your refrigerator look like that?
2: Yeah, it's okay.
1: looked like that for quite a while. Um wow, we have um we had littles in our house okay. and foster parents. And when they first came to live with us, they didn't know um, snacks came from the fridge. They knew Taco Bell. And they didn't, you know, it's just this whole different mindset. And we are an allergy family and we're like urban homesteaders and we eat whole foods, you know. So right. if- a very different mindset for them when they were coming and they didn't know the names of the produce items. Like when I'm like, Oh, do you want strawberries or you want blueberries? You know, and we had a whole bunch that were underfoot at one time.
0: Um, They thought they go-gurt you know they they knew strawberry because it was in a, a go-gurt flavor if you will not in a that chew. would
1: even have been a good thing but it oh, wow. mostly was chips and granola bars and like those kind okay, of things wow. like not things that actually came out okay. of the fridge so I started putting. I've always washed things to make them safe but right. when I started putting them in glass pickle jars at the time is when I truly realized that they were lasting so much longer but I started doing that years ago so I could like here do you want these they're red do you want this red you know you know, like, and so okay. that visual opening up the fridge and being able to entice them to eat a rainbow every day was so important. And then I realized that, you know, not only am I killing off the E. coli mold spores and all those kind of things when I'm washing it now, they're lasting three weeks. So wow. I only go to the grocery store once every three weeks and we have zero food waste in our house. Right.
0: So selfishly, because it's my show and I'm selfish, <laughs> uh, the avocado things got me going. So what? <laughs> How, exp- so you put it in the crisper drawer with a lemon. I've heard that before, but a half an avocado in a glass jar that wasn't brown seems unnatural. What's going on there? Can you, do you have like the science behind it that you can explain?
1: <laughs> um, so for avocados and bananas,
0: okay.
2: so
1: for those two items, if you don't believe in buying organic at all, for mm-hmm. those two items will actually save you money. So, for those two items by them, normally they come in a ship, in a cargo container, and they are totally green. Right. You know, have kind of a green banana when it arrives. When they arrive in port, they're sprayed with ethylene, which is a growth hormone, a ripening hormone. Okay. So, then they get put on a truck and they magically show up at your store, and they're perfect. You know, especially right. think of that perfect banana that you bring home. Right all of a sudden in two days they're black and horrible because that ethylene process, they, it doesn't know how to slow down. Once it's sprayed, it entices you to buy it and it's perfect, but it doesn't know how to slow down after it's sprayed these produce items naturally release ethylene and, you know, at a slower space. And that's what you want, you want for Mm -hmm. your produce items. Um, So for the avocados, if you bring them home I always you can't see me doing this but I always say try to get it um, if you're pinching your finger and your thumb together that Mm -hmm. softness that you Mm -hmm. feel right Mm -hmm. there that's like the perfect um, ripeness for an avocado if you can just take an extra second at the store and try to find those perfect ripe ones and then bring it home and wash it in the vinegar wash to kill off any mold spores, and put it in the crisper drawer with a lemon the lemon and the avocados are produce buddies and the keeping each other fresher longer so then they will stay fresh for a month lemons will actually stay fresher for like six weeks but um they'll stay fresh for a month and then as you go to cut them I put them in a um pint size a wide mouth pint size canning jar with a metal lid not Mm -hmm. a plastic lid a metal lid so it's airtight and it will stay fresh for another almost week so cut in half and Good. if you keep the pit and the skin on it, it helps a little bit longer. And apple also stays fresh in the jar like that with the metal lid, if it's sliced. Okay. So you can cut up half an apple, give it to some toddlers and not throw away the other half. <laughs> the
0: other half.
1: So oh. it stays fresh for a week. Um,
0: okay, that's kind of that's rich. amazing. Okay. So you started off by sharing some insights on, on a Facebook group. An influencer tells you, hey, you need to, get something set up for yourself. You start something on Instagram. Your first post is this, this, what became, has become iconic for you. That's that's kind of, you know, really when you think about that, that's, that in and of itself is kind of amazing that the very first anything is the, the iconic thing. So strawberries in a jar. Why did you pick that?
1: why did I pick it for my first post? Um, Honestly, my fridge was in the living room. We had no walls (laughs) in the kitchen. I thought my channel would be more about canning and preserving food and stuff, like making it more shelf stable and those kind of things. And didn't realize that it was just the average family that needed help. Not, not that homesteady niche that I thought I was going to be going into, but I mean, I just was trying to figure out how to write a blog that first weekend. And um, it's just kind of funny that that's what has ended up changing our lives and having me talk to so many people that the average family in the United States throws away 40% of the food that they buy. And the World Economic Forum came out to say it was actually 61% globally. So the problem with our budgets isn't that we're, you know, spending too much at the grocery store necessarily, which we are, but (laughs) it's when we bring it home and throwing half of that away, like, it's just crazy to think that most families are throwing away half the food that they buy.
0: Yeah. That's, it's really disheartening when you, when you say it like that. So the strawberries, I'm going to just keep peeling back the layers of the strawberry here. So the first post I haven't looked at it. What, Did you just, when you shared that very first post, walk me through it. What exactly was that first post?
1: It's the instructions how to do it properly to make strawberries last for three weeks. So it's super important when you're doing it, you set a timer for two minutes when you're Mm -hmm. soaking the strawberries in the vinegar water. So other influencers that have tried to copy me since then um, will say, put them in the sink for a half an hour or whatever. It will destroy the berries. So um, strawberries, you know, you set a timer for two minutes. You don't walk away. You don't go swap the laundry. You <laughs> stay there. And then, you know, you drain them and rinse them. But we have all the instructions. We have videos on all of the different platforms for strawberries okay. and raspberries. Raspberries have their own little instructions, but they will last, again, like two to three weeks
0: so if I go to Costco and I buy a tray of raspberries from, oh, why can't I think of the one company that they have Just raspberries? Go. What? Just yeah, the, the raspberries are year round. So they're they're being shipped in from the Southern Hemisphere at this mm-hmm. time of year. We're obviously not growing raspberries in Washington state and it's the time we're recording this January. Are those a raspberry, or is produce from the Southern Hemisphere being treated with different Preservatives or inhibitors or enhancers than stuff that's grown locally?
1: Um, I only buy organic strawberries at Costco. They're on the, or berries, right? They're on the top of the dirty 15 always. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, other countries have different growing. um, Right procedures, but it
0: doesn't mean that the United States is the best either. No, no, no. I I was just wondering, like for, for, uh, let's say grapes are probably coming in from Chile right now. Right. And they're in And so they're being shipped a long ways to get to Mm -hmm. our local Washington state insert name of brand here, where we don't have a favorite grocery chain. So I'll just say Costco. So go, I walk into Costco, I go into the produce section of a Costco and there's a, a, a two pound tub of, of grapes. In your opinion, are those any, would your cleaning procedures change if you picked up grapes at Costco in January, or if you bought grapes at a local farmer's market in Yakima during season?
1: No, I still wash them okay. either way Um because. They still come up from a farm. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> I know things that happen on farms. there's right. still bugs and dirt. It doesn't matter. It's not necessarily like the pesticides. There's still bugs and dirt. You're still carrying things. There's um, the mold spores, Like especially like people don't wash oranges. They don't think about it to wash oranges mm-hmm. because they're taking the peels off right. of them. Well, at the store or when it's being transported, if there's a moldy one, they just throw it away. But those mold spores are on all the other oranges. And if you don't wash them when you bring them home, then you already are putting those mold spores in your refrigerator and your or your produce bowl or wherever you're putting them. But, you know, oranges will last for months and months. Well, grapes will last 40 days. But, um, you know, these items will last for months if you're taking care of them. Now, I totally agree that locally homegrown you know like things sure. i don't buy tomatoes in the winter time i don't care where they were grown <laughs> like okay. i don't buy them in the winter time okay. you know like fresh things taste better when they're fresh and, uh, local absolutely. and those kind of things but
0: but i think many of us have gotten spoiled by i mean i'm old enough to remember when mandarin oranges or uh, sumatras i think is that is that the correct anyway those were they those were brought into the into into the US for me and growing up in Washington state Washington state at the holiday time yeah. as a christmas treat now they're now they're year round Well, um,
1: same with apples like the apples that you're buying like you're you know yeah. you used to watch it you're in the apple capital of the world I, I mean the apple yeah. capital yeah when and, you go to buy apples at the store you don't think about most of those apples are a year old they've been in cold storage all year
0: right yeah, no, and that's yeah. You know, when you drive around my area, you see those warehouses are massive. It's pretty. It's pretty eye opening when you drive around the the Wenatchee Valley and you see these giant concrete buildings, and you're like, those are full of fruit.
1: Exactly. You know, and okay. people don't have that concept anymore that like the oranges are harvested in December. Pomegranates, you saw, were in my refrigerator. Those are harvested in December. Those are the fruits that we're concentrating on right now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know. We can get these things year round, but right. people don't really think about where it came from, how long it's been in cold storage. And then they're like, oh, well, once I bring it home, the nutritional value decreases or whatever, because that's what they've been brainwashed to think. Mm-hmm. It's the same apple, either in my fridge or somebody else's okay. warehouse that has been in cold storage.
0: Right. It's not, it just, <laughs> you didn't go pick it off the tree. It's exactly, it, it's yeah, it's a year old or six months or whatever. Okay. So, I'm going to go back to the strawberries in a jar because there's one aspect of it that I'm once again I'm not the man about the kitchen perplexed by. So you're suggesting washing the strawberries for two minutes, not leaving them. Yes. You want you want to be around the around the sink, if you will. But you're also saying you're, you're saying vinegar water, and so my knee jerk reaction to this is, doesn't the vinegar soak into the berry and provide a, a, an odd aftertaste?
1: No, I'd like dissipate. So only two minutes. is a quarter cup to a large bowl of water. And um, yeah, just two minutes. Really? It, it dissipates in the water. It goes away. It doesn't smell like vinegar later. Like
0: I believe it, you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, you're looking at me and I'm kind of looking at you skeptically. I <laughs> believe you, but at the same time, I'm perplexed.
1: Let me but- talk about the vinegar real quick, though, because okay. there's a couple different kinds. In the United States, um, it's 5% distilled white vinegar that you want. Mm -hmm. We have 5% and 7%, which is called cleaning vinegar. That cleaning vinegar is for cleaning your showers and different things. I used to own a housekeeping company. (laughs) That is not safe or produce. So you want the 5% that you find in like the pickle aisle of the store and not in the laundry detergent aisle of the store. So like
0: the Heinz is kind of the, <laughs> exactly. the, the one brand that I see. Yeah. To recall. And
1: Heinz actually has produce on the label, um, which, okay. you know, helps, helps. but, um, in, the, in Canada, because you might have Canadian followers too, in Canada, all of their vinegar is safe and it's the 5% and it's just labeled white vinegar. So I get that a lot because we're all around the world. Like, oh, oh, mine says this. And if you're in Australia, it's four and a half percent. So <laughs> things that I've learned over the last oh, year
2: as a worldwide
1: following. But, um, And then I get People come back sometimes too, asking if um, apple cider vinegar is okay, all and right. it is okay if that's all you have in the house. You can use that, but it is a little bit more expensive. So the next time you go to the store, just pick up five percent right. distilled white
0: vinegar. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Actually, I'm gonna. I still have this thing, but it's funny because I mean, bleach water doesn't necessarily leave a bleachy taste on things. You know? So I gotta I gotta I trust you. So I'd like to ask you the question. Well, okay, I'll ask you this question. When you're shopping for the family, Mm -hmm. do you shop at one of the major supermarkets?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, unless it's the summertime.
0: So if it's the summertime. So the next time you go grocery shopping.
1: I normally get most of my berries and grapes um, from Costco. Okay. And then like pomegranates are in season right now. I, those are always from Costco. Okay. Um, and then I shop a lot at Fred Meyer's, which is Kroger in other mm-hmm. places of the country is oh. kind of my other go-to place okay, all year long. And then when the farmer's markets open back up, then I,
0: then you're starting to market. It's great. So I'm going to arbitrarily paint a scenario. It's Wednesday afternoon. You're going grocery shopping. Okay. You've gone to Costco and you've gone to, to Fred Meyer. You've got the car with the bags of groceries that you're bringing home. I know that when I go shopping, my wife's gonna listen to this and laugh and she'll go, you never go shopping. Um, but I, I'm gonna say that you know when I would go grocery shopping, the last thing I wanted to do was anything with all the food I just bought, I'd shove it in the fridge or the freezer, cans or whatever, and just walk away. So one thing about you, your, this washing and preservation stuff, like I said, you just come in the house with the bags and for sake of conversation, it's 3 p.m. How long does it take you to, on average, to prep the the fruits and vegetables that you purchased on an average shopping trip?
1: So, um, I only go grocery shopping once every three weeks. I haven't been right. to the grocery store since December 5th. So, okay. when you think about like... Most people go to the grocery store every day or every two days or every three days. So um, over the course of the month, think about how much time I'm saving for one. Right. And then Very fair. I have reflective sympathetic dystrophy, which um, is similar to somebody that has fibromyalgia. It's not the same thing, but okay. I get fatigued and tired and those kind of things. So. Coming home from the grocery store, I can be worn out, <laughs> Like you know, it can seem daunting, but literally to buy a whole month's worth of groceries and, you know, clean it all because it fills up my whole countertop. It probably takes around 45 minutes, you know, uh-huh. lately, it seems like it takes a little bit longer because we're taking pictures and
0: sure, <laughs> you know, sure. talking yeah, about content,
1: now. right? but then it dries for like three hours on my counter. And so then I can go, you know, rest and do what I need to do. And then it comes, when I come back to put it in the glass jars, my husband's always like, Oh, I'll help you. And I'm like, no, that's my favorite part. But to put it into the refrigerator only takes about 15 minutes. So the whole process for Mm -hmm. a month's worth of grocery shopping takes Mm -hmm. about an hour.
0: That's a very reasonable trade-off that, that doesn't sound daunting especially i hadn't given any consideration to the drying time so right. i could come home i could wash everything lay it out and then fall down on the couch for a while And then exactly could, okay exactly. i love that okay okay
2: <laughs> and so, then i get a
1: lot like well i have kids and they're going to be eating it yes that's great like plan ahead for for grocery washing day, you know, produce washing day, that your kids are going to be eating more and more involved that day. That's a great thing. Like, don't be mad at them. That's a great thing. Thinking that they're excited about that cherry tomato that they might never eat again, or, you know, (laughs) like pick something red, pick something green, you know, and be excited about that. Have them involved in it, you
0: know? I'm laughing because, you know, it's, it, it, with many kids, it, you know, it's hard to get them to eat vegetables fruit fruit's easier i think but but no so you're mad at little timmy because he he grabbed a cherry tomato off the counter you're like really no he should be happy
1: exactly exactly okay. so right. you just have to change your mindset about that yeah right,
0: yeah okay so that see that's that's interesting because when i think of the avatar of a of a washington state home I think of a tired, stressed out, overworked, but just not life is day to day life's challenging, and it's challenging for all of us for various reasons. But I, I think of somebody who's like, oh, I'm so tired, and so they go, they go when they go grocery shopping, they they go down the frozen food aisle, they grab stuff and they throw it in the freezer and they microwave it and they eat. And so maybe to some people this sounds extremely daunting, but really when you think about the time savings that this tired overworked, stressed out person that I'm imagining in my head would have over a month. Yes. You have one day. That's probably a whole lot worse than the other 29, 30 days of the month, not a whole lot worse, but, but more involved. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the month, or at least for three weeks in your case, you go to the refrigerator, there's, there's choices. The fact that you're putting everything in glass, and, and I'm gonna find that photograph of your of your refrigerator and put it in the show notes. I'm just gonna s- steal it without permission and I'm gonna show it. But the, the, we'll folks, it. when you see your refrigerator, it's 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 it really does look like something that you would see in an IKEA catalog or Home Whole Foods. Everything's clearly laid out, and it's just there's no fat- decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. There's no digging around in the crisper to see what I've got. Oh, limp celery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, rotted tomato. Mm-hmm it's right there. It's accessible, thus saving you a ton of mental fatigue and energy. And, and those things, I think we all benefit from that.
1: I get asked all the time, well, where are your leftovers? Well, we eat our leftovers for right. one. Like mm-hmm. when I'm planning meals, I'm planning two days. Like
2: mm-hmm. we're,
1: we're eating our leftovers. We're rotating food out. We're not, throwing away a whole bunch of stuff that we were wishful thinking it was going to be in the refrigerator for right. however amounts of time but you know when I buy lettuce it's going to last for a month it's going to stay fresh for a month you know when I buy you know any kind of produce I can keep it fresh for weeks but I mean one of the things before I I learned which is just funny okay hold on with the avocados I started putting them in the drawer together because I thought they looked pretty. Like, you know, some things I just like to be visually (laughs) appealing and that kind of stuff. I thought they looked pretty in the drawer together. It didn't look so pretty in the other drawer. I don't know. Anyways, I didn't realize until after I did that, that like, oh, they're lasting longer, you know, kind of thing. I didn't realize that I found this magic trick. I just thought they looked pretty in the same drawer together. (laughs) But an avocado is something I used to go to the store three times a week for. Right. And yeah. you know, how often do you go into the store for one item and you walk out pushing a cart full, like wondering what in the heck just happened? And that cart used to be 50 bucks, but now how often does somebody go into the grocery store and spend less than a hundred dollars?
0: I don't think you're allowed grocery- to. I think it's a law that you have to spend a hundred dollars to enter, enter into a grocery chain. I'm
1: just- our grocery budget is $135 per person. And right now in our household, we only have two people. We are only spending just around $200 a month on groceries and we're an organic whole foods family. Whoa.
0: Walk me through the day. We're recording this on a Thursday yeah. you sound extremely organized. Do you know what your meals are going to be on Friday?
1: Tomorrow? Friday? Yes. yes. I honestly know. Oh,
0: okay. Well, walk me through a realistic in your home what you're going to eat on Friday.
1: Friday, tomorrow. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to eat tomorrow. Um, If you want me to be really honest, but I could make pizza. I have mozzarella. I have stuff to make pizza dough. I have spaghetti sauce. I have... Every kind of topping that I would want to make if I wanted to make Friday night pizzas, Mm -hmm. Um, that's really easy. I have chicken I could pull out of the freezer and I could make fajitas. Oh yeah, I just did my inventory in the freezer yesterday and I have enchilada sauce, peppers and onions and chipotle sauce um, that I can make out of the freezer, like super easy, but I batch cook meals. So I only have to cook two to three times a week. So okay. I have two shelves of meals in my freezer that I can pull out today oh, wow. and have to frost it for tomorrow. Because again, I have a health issue that mm-hmm. I don't always have good days mm-hmm. day after day. Right. Um, and so I try to one or two days a week, I make something that's bigger that I can then instead of putting in my refrigerator to die, <laughs> I put into glass containers and put in the fr- freezer mm-hmm. and then can pull them out for different, um, uh, for different okay. days. But we buy our meat once a year. So okay. we have a freezer downstairs for our meat. So
2: okay. um,
1: our meat is... We, we have all the meat we need. I just okay. need to pull it out of the freezer.
0: <laughs> so you've got it. Okay. So you, okay, excellent. That's, that's awesome. Have you always been this organized as a kid? Were you, were you that organized kid in school?
1: I'm all or nothing. Let, let's let just be honest with that. I am all, or nothing. <laughs> you I am know, all or nothing. Um, you
0: know,
1: like you are either super good on something or like, uh, I'm okay with it. Right. Uh, I'm diabetic. So like, I'm either super good on my
2: numbers
1: or like, uh, I don't care for the rest of the day. Um, (laughs) If my naturopath is hearing this, she's going to be freaking out on me.
0: Oh, well, it's, you know what? I mean, in all fairness, you shouldn't do that. Let's just say that. But I have a feeling that (laughs) all of us that have we have our days where we just right. kind of I mean, it. In.
1: It's January, who hasn't made a new year's resolution? Absolutely. And we're filming this on the fifth, you know, yeah. like it's yeah. probably already like, uh, I don't need to do that today.
0: Yeah, I don't want no, to. But, <laughs> Why did uh, I say I wanted to do that a week ago? Yeah, okay.
1: But being said that, I don't like to meal plan, like for okay. the all. which people like normally like, oh, you have to meal plan and you have to know exactly what you're going to have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want pizza tomorrow. I don't know if I want chicken tomorrow. I don't know what I want to wear next Tuesday, but I have all of the ingredients in my house so that I can make whatever I want.
2: Okay. Okay. And that's
1: what I teach other families how to do is to have those ingredients. So you're not running to the store Right. that you know, how to stock a pantry, you know, how to stock your freezer, you know, how to have those ingredients in your house that, you know, if next Tuesday something sounds good to you or your kids want something or your husband wants something like, you know, you can just make it.
0: Okay. The strawberries in a jar. Keep going back to the strawberries in a jar (laughs) because that's where it all began strawberries in a jar you post it in july in october it went viral it's taken off what's changed in your world since then and were you and before you answer that the, the, the the additional questions to that i'll get lumped in there was were you prepared for it and is it what you thought it would be?
1: We still don't know what this is. Okay, let's just start with that. Okay. When I started this by November last year on our grandma's 93rd birthday, I started I started the Cross Legacy, like LLC in mm-hmm. um, Washington State, and they listed me as a social media influencer and a media company at the time, okay. and then I was talking about hiring employees. This was last November, and they didn't. The Washington state had never had a social media influencer hire employees, so they had to have, like, L&I meetings about me because we didn't know what this was. I still don't know what this is some days, but... In January, January 1st, so we just had our year anniversary, we hired a team, and the team started with just some other moms that needed some help making grocery money, you know, and having a little bit more income in their house. It wasn't where I was like, oh, I need to hire, you know, the special expert kind of thing. Like, it was Mm -hmm. just my friends. It was just moms that needed Um you know, some extra work that they could do during nap time. And I was overwhelmed because I literally every single day, still every single day, I spend at least four hours answering questions on Instagram. Like people that are asking me questions all over the world. I have a team now so they can edit things and you know, all those other things so I can still connect to people all over the world. That's my calling is to be able to truly, I truly personally answer every single question that comes through Instagram. Like every single one. And then we have YouTube and Facebook and, you know, TikTok and all the other different things, but Instagram is like my baby and I spend four hours a day on it every single day. And um, and and still cook dinner, and still, you
0: know, <laughs> and, and still, and you and you have, as you've mentioned, there are days when you're not feeling your best, and you're. Well, so, I can
1: do that from the couch, which is kind of nice too. Right, but still, it's still. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, think about this: going back to July of, and you send you you post this, you know, how crazy would it have sounded that a year and a half later you've Giving yourself a a, a full time job answering basically uh, questions from around the world uh, yeah, about full time job
1: a TEDx speaker like
0: yeah you
1: know, we wrote two books now and a course like when you look back of all that's happened this last year it's it's amazing and to know that we are working on something. It's not official yet, but we are working on something that's going to be huge in impacting our local area Mm -hmm. uh, with our local food bank, which is going to be a huge thing to help educate families that need it the most. And and I just I feel so blessed every single day that these skills that just really came naturally to me because we couldn't waste money on groceries and I grew up on a farm and I have just kind of honed it over the years to make it perfect, you know, to figure out that perfect recipe to make, you know, berries last longer and stuff. But you know, that I'm being used in this way and I can share this, this calling on my heart with so many people literally around the world.
0: I got to ask you, you're getting all these questions. You've got to get a handful of questions more often, like there's gotta be a question or two that rises to the top that's always being asked. Would you um, agree with that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, over the last year I've I've, um, taken videos and I've shown every single time I've went grocery shopping. I've shown every oh, wow. single time, like two weeks later what my fridge looks like. I'm really good about, I mean, we have things in our fridge that's like, don't eat these, I need these to show. <laughs> for a video, you know, like <laughs> normally those carrots from November 5th, we would just have eaten by now, but right, right. it's pretty impressive to be able to snap them, you know, yeah, it,
0: <laughs> is. it is.
1: but, you know, so I get the question, like, why do you buy so much at one time? Or, you know, like, um, huh. they think, they think that it's just for show, but if you really go back And you look at my Instagram for the last year and a half. You will see all of the different live videos, or there's like 235 videos on YouTube of every single time I went grocery shopping. Every single time, two weeks later of my fridge, to really prove to you, like I really don't go to the grocery store. (laughs) I really. You know,
0: you didn't know I was going to ask you to show the fridge, so (laughs) we can just say that you know, on January 5th, you 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 open the fridge up unannounced and. Uh, At that moment in time, there's a beautiful snapshot of organization. So this may be a hard question to answer, but what do you, I'll I'll phrase it this way. What do you hope the Cross Legacy will look like 12 and 24 months from now? What's your ambition?
1: Um. I I hope <laughs> that we're 12 and 24 months. Okay. Uh honestly, we have we have self-funded a lot of the team salary. No, no. And I'm not going to lie about it. We really have. We've we've taken money out of our home equity because mm-hmm. we believe in this so much and we are just on the cusp of like this really becoming something that could change not only our lives, but the whole team's lives. So I absolutely believe that we are still going to be going strong in two years. We are still going to be having a team and growing and all of those kind of things. And the cross legacy is not only, you know, sustaining itself, but it is, um, it is impacting other lives. Um, So, you know, as a small business owner, I can tell you that weight of the stress is on my shoulders and, yeah. you know, not only for our family, but for all the families that are involved in this. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, that is a big thing um, But I have a book that's a bestseller on Amazon that is only available in Kindle and PDF. Like I want to see that on bookshelves so bad, <laughs>
2: like it's okay.
1: a bestselling book. We need a publisher. We need it to get it on bookshelves. And, mm-hmm. you know, I speak at local groups all the time. Like, you know, I have around four speaking appearances a month where I'm talking to groups, mostly of moms. Um, and just to be able to travel around the country, around the world, and be able to share this message more, you know, to other people. It. I just, I have this vision that this is just going to happen.
0: So currently, when you're doing these speaking engagements, Are you doing much traveling outside of our region are you are you just
1: yeah it's mostly been in washington so far so far in washington a couple of things that are lining up in texas that we're trying to make them all line up together
2: right
1: um so i can go stay there for like two weeks and do like these six events that we're working on down there but um yeah between between Western Washington, and Eastern Washington, it's mostly in Washington right well,
0: now. Well, the, the nice thing if you go to Texas for a couple of weeks, your fridge will still look great when you come back.
1: I know. See, we went away. We were in Eastern Washington for um, Christmas, and we were gone for two weeks, and came back, and our fridge was perfect. Still, there you go.
0: That's, <laughs> I that's still that's
1: just, went to the grocery store. <laughs> that's
0: staggering. So, you wrote a book. What? Let's talk about the book. Was it your idea to write a book? Did somebody? Did somebody once again did they reach out and say you need to write a book? How t- what was the motivation to start that process?
1: I had so many followers. We have a well probably by the time this airs we'll have 107,000 followers on Instagram. Right. Okay. 107,000 followers. It's just crazy. Like that's more than like our three local towns together. Um <laughs> you know what I mean it's just crazy. <laughs> but we yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. So the book is called I Bought It Now What? I love that title. You buy it from the grocery store and now what? So the very first book is the top 25 produce items I was getting asked about all of the time. And Mm -hmm. each produce item has like a written description. It has like a picture with a recipe card. And then at the back of the book, there's also a graph. Like I store this one in water and this one in this kind of container and this one with a paper towel. And it has like this nice little graph. Okay, and then the second book that came out was the summer edition of that. So it's so they're both called. I bought it now. What the goal is to have a complete edition of that. I have twenty five more items that I've been holding back on, (laughs) Um, but. So there's 50 produce items that are all broken out, exactly how I store them, how long they'll last and those okay. kind of items, those kind of things. So it's available if you're international, it's available on Kindle through Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just look at you know Amy Cross or I bought it now what and they will both show up. but it's available for printable in a PDF on the crosslegacy.com. Okay. So
0: that's that's a wonderful. So and you have a course?
1: Yes. We have a grocery course. It's called the grocery solution Mm -hmm. where I teach families how to go to the grocery store less and have food security in their homes, which is so important. Like so many people truly don't know how to cook anymore.
0: That's, that's very true. All right. Growing up when you were a little kid, what'd you want to be?
1: Uh, Well, I grew up on a large farm, (laughs) so um, it's kind of in my blood, farming and that kind of stuff. But um, I wanted to be a teacher. And so I have a preschool teaching degree. Okay. And I was a teacher years ago. And then I moved into other things um, as things progressed. And then I became a foster mom and all of those different... I still feel like I use my teaching degree all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, you're, you're teaching. You are... You are teaching. Your your platform now is just online and global versus a room in a school in a neighborhood. Now, not that that's bad. Right. I'm just, but you have a global a global classroom now that you're you're impacting.
1: Kind of fun though. When I was young, like in seventh grade, I met my husband, and I had decided at the time that I was going to marry him too. And we've been married for 25 years. <laughs> so. did, did he? But
0: when when you were seven, did he know this? Did you, did you share this with him?
1: (laughs) I kind of, but he wasn't interested in me until senior year.
0: (laughs) Until senior year. Okay. Uh, And you went to college?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, Where'd you go to school at?
1: So I went to Green River and then we moved to WSU. So he finished at WSU.
0: Okay. Go Huskies. I went to central. I can pick on either school because I can't, I can't, they wouldn't let me in either school. I I went to central, I can, so I can, if you said you went to the dub, I'd say go, go cougars. I mean, let's, let's be honest about that. So Mm -hmm. teacher, other career, a a cleaning company, and now social media influencer. When we talked yesterday, one of the things that you shared with me that was so, to me, I found fascinating. And I told you about it, not repeatedly, but so is the idea that you brought on a team and you referenced this even with the state of Washington, not knowing what to do with the social media that's gonna have employees, but you brought on a team quickly. And as you described it to me yesterday, you, the team was, was moms, stay at home moms needed extra grocery money and flexible schedules. So many of the influencers that I know hire staff from different parts of the world and that's, and that's, that's fine. No, no, no real opinion there. So they hire somebody say from the Philippines or from, from Germany. It doesn't matter. Is your team all local?
1: We are mostly local. Okay. Um, we are all in the United States. We you're have all, oh. that's on the East Coast.
0: Okay, so uh, you're a U.S. based team. So you are your the Cross Legacy is helping other families in the United States with some some economic cash. And they're also learning all your stuff, so that hopefully they're implementing it at home. I'd like to see your I'd like to see your team's fridges, by the way. I think that's something we should do: is have your team get on the call and show their fridges. I think that would be cool. <laughs> no, um,
1: we just had one of them um, meet with the local newspaper to say how much this has changed their life. So that's it's awesome. Nice. That's it's that's awesome. Common News Tribune um, article from December
0: twelfth. Okay, that's, I'll try to find that and put a link to it in the show notes. Um, that's that's cool so your team member you was on was in the paper what did they say I haven't read the article so what 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 did they say what was the change how how did they phrase the change well her
1: son runs around saying he's three okay. uh, runs around saying strawberries and a jargon change my life and um he doesn't even know what that means but he, <laughs> he just knows that. He has heard his parents say that, that the cross legacy and strawberries in a jar was going to change his life. And for us, when when we were talking about it and how it's changing his life, isn't about the grocery money or, you know, having dinner. But the fact that she got to come home and he isn't in daycare. She right. gets to be a mom. She mm-hmm. got to have that you know, summer with him this summer, she got to spend the holidays with him, you know, and make those magical memories. Like, you know, we are truly transforming families from the bottom up, you know, (laughs) and um, and, um, we have one other staff member that has health issues that she wouldn't be able to leave the house at all she can't be around other people and this is giving her community this is giving her purpose this is, and she's amazing like so
0: if I, mean, if I may ask a very pointed question about that particular staffer what is that person's role what are they what are they what are their uh, duties she's
1: our back end on our our website okay all the technical stuff Right. That- I don't like to do. Um, She is on there. Um, and the cross legacy have bought her a VR headset for Christmas, um, as like a giving thing. So Uh she could go explore other parts of the world or feel like connected with different things. Like she could go hike and explore the mountains or go scuba diving with this VR set. Um,
0: that's awesome. but,
1: But that's like part of our giving, um, That's
0: that's a very thoughtful, I mean, that's, that's a very, a very thoughtful um, and generous uh, gift to give to somebody that doesn't get to go and explore themselves. You know, they get, now they get through through your generosity and through technology, they get to, um, they get to see more things. Um, Wow. So the team, The course, the books, you've got some merch on your website. I mean, that's, that's all pretty typical. When you're not doing this, what do you like to do for fun? Let's talk about things in Washington state. What do you like to do? What's, what's fun for you?
1: Um, I love to garden when the weather is nice. (laughs) So I garden, we have chickens. Um, I preserve food by canning it like my grandma did. So, you know. That is a hobby for me. That is something okay. that's fun for me. Um, we like to go on walks and explore things. We like to go, you know, Eastern Washington to the coast, get away for the weekend. You know, those kind of things. Where's a
0: great? Where, where's a great place in Eastern Washington? You guys like? You're not going back to Pullman all the time, are you?
1: <laughs> we were, but. <laughs> <laughs> in in the next couple months we're going to spokane a lot because i have a whole bunch of speaking events over there but um for christmas we were just in cleome and Rosalind and um got to spend time in a cabin over there in the snow and go snowmobiling and just you
2: know just
1: enjoy some quiet family time together which was really amazing so um and then we spent new year's at the space needle so you just never know what you're gonna find okay (laughs) so that's
0: so you're getting out and you're exploring washington state Plug for the show. Uh, (laughs) um, As, as I told you, I am a huge, huge fan of coffee. And so I ask everybody this first off, do you drink coffee?
1: I do drink coffee.
0: All right. If you and I were to go to a local coffee shop, two questions, you get to pick the shop. Where would we go for a cup of coffee together?
1: We would go to anchor house and Buckley
0: anchor house and Buckley. Okay. And what would you order?
1: What would I order? Well, I would order a caramel latte and then have to check my blood sugar because I try not to order caramel lattes too often. But. Okay.
0: So caramel is caramel latte the go-to <laughs> but, coffee beverage for you?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my that is my favorite drink, but Anchor House is a business with a mission and I love it that they are supporting other other things with um with that coffee house. So okay. Try to support them as much
0: as I can. Awesome. All right, and I've, I've never been to that. I, not that I've been to every coffee shop in Washington. It certainly seems like it at times, but um, that may be a aspirational goal for me. <laughs> <laughs> I my coffee drink of choice is I like black coffee. Uh-huh. I, I'll drink I'll drink lattes so are fine. I'll drink you know I'll espresso or black coffee. And so I judge a coffee shop not on their you know, their latte art, it's impressive, but I don't care. I I want great brewed, pour over French press type coffee. So not every coffee shop does that.
1: You long. would love Anchor House because they know where every single bean came from and they ah. support their roasters and very yeah. ethical there's, and all that.
0: Right there. And that, that whole, that whole, that whole supply chain, mm-hmm. in my opinion, needs more people doing that type of thing. All right, so we went and had coffee. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna offer to buy you lunch because you're such a nice person. Where are we gonna go for lunch?
1: So I would take you down the hill in Four Ten. So it's just still staying on Four Ten, and um, we would go to Farm Twelve in Piala which again, Farm 12 in Puyallup is a restaurant that is supporting a charity. Um, okay. And that charity is step-by-step, which supports local moms, um, which is really amazing. They um, they help moms that are at risk try to help keep their families together. And they do a lot of great things. Someday right. in my future, I hope the Cross Legacy has a same kind of situation as that where we can have a restaurant and a venue and a farm that Mm -hmm. all support um, other causes. So
0: So I've never heard of Farm 12. Whereabouts in Puyallup is that located?
1: It's off of River Road um, and pretty near to 410. So it's kind of newer, like, well, step-by-step's been around for over 20 years, Mm -hmm. but the restaurant part of it is only uh, about three-ish years old. Um, Okay. And then they're opening a child development center and and different things too. So,
0: so I'm drawing. I'm kind of trying to piece together where 410 and River Road hits
1: um, near Sumner. So kind of okay. kind of near 167 and 410.
0: Mm-hmm. That so, that whole inner inner yeah. that whole yeah spaghetti yeah. nightmare. Okay, all right. And so, what would you have for lunch?
1: Oh, there's it's farm to table, and their menu changes all the time. So. You never
0: know. You never, and you wouldn't know until you got there using your your, your thing before. So it's not like.
1: It's always wonderful. And I have allergies. So it's actually someplace we go to often that I don't get sick after I eat there. So.
0: Oh, well, Um, that's.
1: So yeah,
0: I think that's, I, I think, you know, for, for most of us, that's kind of the goal. We don't get sick after we eat there, but for people oh. with, with sensitivities and allergies, it's more complex than that.
1: Yeah. Now so. when they say it's farm to table, it really is because okay. additives and preservatives um, do flare my body up and I don't get sick cool. when I eat there.
0: So that's, that's wonderful. So, I
1: guess it's not the best plug for them. I don't get sick when I eat there, but
0: no. <laughs> I now know really how great. we're going to promote There's this episode. <laughs>
1: really great it's really great but okay. i do have food sensitivities so
0: <laughs> right right so more book you've got another book in you you think i know you got, another, you've got you're holding out on some some some
1: i do have you... a whole children's book line like oh, a wow. whole nine book series like that's ready
2: so that's cool all right um yeah okay yeah.
1: so i have i have that it's it's sitting in trello cards i have the outline all of the things we're hoping that we get the the i bought it now what like complete guide on storefronts first and then Mm -hmm. we can start looking at hiring illustrators and stuff so i mean if any publishers want to like (laughs) Um, Uh, but i would love to find a publisher that does cookbook kind of books and children's books so we can the same publisher same same, yeah. Yeah,
0: same workflow if you will okay
1: and interesting enough my grandmother's cousin was laurel Ingens wilder and so the idea of like a book can really change your family for generations
2: <laughs>
1: is wow thing that we think about
0: <laughs> oh wow, wow okay putting you on the spot with a you know, first off what the question i'm about to ask you has no right or wrong answer so don't don't overthink it your favorite city in Washington state? Pullman. Okay. Now, well, maybe there wasn't one. I was yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So okay. just,
1: or Sumner, Washington is also pretty amazing, but I love the main street, the downtown feel, that, you know, camaraderie with other people, um, is really important to me.
0: Okay. And Sumner has that. I haven't, yeah, so I, I haven't been to Pullman in so many years. I haven't been to Pullman in so many years. What I remember of Pullman is, I don't remember the downtown. I, I would go see friends at WSU, so I'd be primarily in campus area. Um, but Sumner is, has a, a really nice um, small town downtown feel to it. It, yeah. it really does
1: the weather is totally different on both sides of the state so i would go towards pullman which had nicer weather all year long for me right (laughs) um yeah so are
0: you a fan of are you so are you more of a fan of the heat is it the is it the is it the 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 sun and summer weather or is it that you like harder winters not the the and i kind of kind of joking here the
1: interesting and i have reflective sympathetic dystrophy and i live in wet washington Uh Um, but the damp days like today when it's like you know 38 and damp or 48 and damp um these Uh are harder for me than if it's super cold or if it's super hot so um i rather have snow or hot (laughs) than damp Okay. Um, so I always say my heart beats five hundred nine, and we will be moving back to Eastern Washington at some point. But it really does affect um, my my pain levels and okay. my energy and stuff.
0: Well, so. we got we got snow today. I mean, here yeah. I am. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we have rain. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and, and I, honestly, I grew up I grew up in Puyallup, in the Puyallup area. Just I was a Tacoma address, but just off of five twelve and Canyon yeah. Road area. So you, you know the area. Yeah. um i grew up there went to college in ellensburg lived in seattle for 20 some years the seattle area moved to tacoma blah 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 blah, blah. and in 2017 we just i got i was commuting from basically from piolip to olympia every day
2: mm-hmm.
0: too many tail lights right. too many windshield wipers <laughs> and the gray just seemed yeah. to never, bra- and I know this isn't fair. I, if, if folks, there's going to be somebody's going to say something to me about me being grumpy and negative about Western Washington. And I am, but in all fairness, it just seemed like it never, we never got a run of blue sky. It just always seemed like it's July and it's still overcast. It's still, eh, it's August. It's, you know, we had those three days of 100 degree temperature where you want to die because you're not <laughs> equipped for it. And it just was like, I just didn't want to sit in traffic anymore. Yeah. So we moved over here to Wenatchee and if I'm fair, as I was looking at my phone just a second ago, my phone tells me and I'm looking outside and I can see, you know, fresh snow, partially cloudy, 34 degrees. And it's a gray sky. It's not a blue sky today. So I didn't succeed completely, but I like the weather here. Mm -hmm. The 509 side of the state's weather. The only thing I would
1: super miss moving that way is not seeing the mountain as much as possible. Like you don't realize like how many times you look out the window all day long to see is the mountain out yet? Is it out yet? Like, are we going to see it today? And then you realize like sometimes that I haven't seen it in a month. Like it's a true thing in Western Washington. Like Mm -hmm. if the mountain's out, everybody's in a good mood and it's because it's, you know, the sky's a little bit clearer and all those kind of things, but, um, we can go a month or we can go two months without seeing the mountain that should be out all of our windows. <laughs> like, well,
0: and as you come up 410, as you're heading east on 410, oh, yeah. as you're coming up the hill, it's, you know, it feels like you're running into it. Exactly. When it's out. It's, it's magnificent. It is, we are, all of us in the state to, to have the topography that we have across the entire state is we're, we're all very, very, very blessed to have what we have here across the entire state. I, I really don't, can't think of, there's a, a place of the state that I think is ugly. They all, it all even, and, and some people would say, you know, the Moses Lake, Ritzville, that flat area, but even that has its charms. Well,
1: it has harvest season. Right. And it has time. its charms.
0: I mean, and yeah. the Palouse is amazing. Um, uh, where we live is is amazing. Where you're at, you've got Mount Rainier is, is your neighbor and mm-hmm. um, that's awesome. So as we wrap this up, I have a couple ending questions for you. The first question is, what didn't I ask you that I should have?
1: Um, oh, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, I just want to make sure we didn't overlook something glaringly obvious that I should have, should have asked.
1: How about this is just the tip of the iceberg of all the tips I'm going to end up teaching you oh, to go follow I, me.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hang on a second. Well, we're going to give you that and I'm not going to interrupt you because I absolutely want that. But I do have a question I meant to ask it earlier. Sure. So if you go to Costco and you buy salad in a bag, in you know, industrial, and I know you, you're you not doing that. But can I, if I were buying lettuce, you're saying wash it, let it dry. Mm-hmm. I wanna be a little more lazy. I'm willing to buy it, wash it, let it dry, but I'd like to chop it up so that it's ready for a salad so I can just grab and go type thing. Will that work?
1: The salad will work if you do it that way, but berries don't. don't. So berries
0: we have to leave whole.
1: Yeah, they'll start deteriorating. Um, but like carrots and celery and lettuce, um, salad basket kind of items, mm-hmm. I prep and get ready, and then they'll last. Cucumbers will last for about ten days after you slice them. Okay. So they all kind of have their
0: a, shelf a, life. A shorter shelf life than if they were whole, but it's still right. it's still possible. Okay, great. That was fantastic.
1: Bagged what? lettuce is the most recalled produce item. Even though it often says it's triple washed, so one is going to spoil quicker when mm-hmm. you're buying at the store compared to like a whole head of romaine. Mm-hmm. But I would still wash it when you bring it home because right. it still has listeria, it still has E. coli, it still has all those kind of things that it right. gets recalled for all the time. Right. And if you just spend those few minutes washing it, you know it's actually safe for your family to eat.
0: Okay. Actually, I have another question for you that I meant to ask earlier. So you mentioned, uh. Costco for some, Kroger, brand, Fred Meyer, Mm -hmm. is your, you know, and you can buy produce. Well, they're all gonna be Kroger soon. It seems like Safeway and Albertsons are joining Kroger. So anyway, it's all Kroger soon. Um, And then you said during the summer, you go to farmer's markets. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So a couple questions about farmer's markets. Do you have any tips and tricks for somebody who might be intimidated by all the choices that they have at a farmer's market. And second question Do you have in your area which farmer's markets do you like to go to? Because they're all a little different. I mean, they're all, they all kind of have their own local. The Puyallup one's different than the Auburn one, it's different than the Renton one. I mean, similar, but they all have a little different stuff. So for you and your family, any preferences on farmer's markets? And are there any hidden gems that you might suggest somebody try at a farmer's market?
1: I just believe in picking things that look appetizing to you. So, you know, if they look pretty, if they look appetizing, if it's something that you're excited about, like pick those items. Don't pick items that you're not excited about. You know, like that is a big thing. I don't care where you buy it at, you know, like. Every time I go to a farmer's market, especially the farmer's market, I always try to pick something that's new that I might not know that, you know, like get a dragon fruit, get something different that I wouldn't normally get just to try it out to see, you know, to have my family experience it. But I love going to the farmer's markets, especially when they're the growers, Like Mm -hmm. when you can, you can see, oh, you know, we picked this this morning or like, you know, it might not be listed as organic because Mm -hmm. that government official title is really expensive. But to trust your farmer that Mm -hmm. they're wanting the best for you, like that's so important to me. Like, um, so, yeah, I love going which is kind of funny. I'm an introvert. I really don't like talking to strangers very much, (laughs) but I do like going and talking to the farmers at different markets. Um, I I like the one up in Enumclaw. It seems like it has a lot of um, even people that come over from Eastern Washington, but that they're willing to want to talk about their produce a lot of times. And uh, our Puyallup one is just amazing too. That's available.
0: Puyallup market is a great market. I haven't been to the Enumclaw one. Yeah, it's um, like
1: but, a Thursday evening one. It's an evening one, which is kind of nice.
0: Which, which is kind of nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, Washington State's getting uh, more and more farmers markets all the time, and they're all, maybe not all, but they. See, it seems to me that like the trend in farmers markets is up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's trending upward. I mean, more and more uh, people are trying to bring things to the marketplace very locally, very hyper-local. Maybe, maybe you're growing garlic in your backyard, and you're selling it at the at the at the farmer's market once a season, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, as a starter thing. So I think that's great. Okay. So once again, what should I ask you that I didn't, you don't have to do your promotion thing yet. We're going to, we're going to let you close out with that. So was there any other topic that you would have liked us to talk about?
1: Um, I'm an allergy family, like I'm an allergy mama. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of the recipes on our blog and different things are allergy based and teaching people how to swap out items. I remember how scary it was when I first found out that we had allergies in the family. So that's something that I talk about a little bit um, here and there, but most of our recipes are allergy based and, and trying to train that, but to really To really reach out to those, especially moms that are scared when they first get those diagnoses, you know, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to buy at the grocery store, and to give them encouragement, Um, it's it's not just about produce; it is about batch cooking and you know, teaching how to have meals all day long.
0: (laughs) Okay, so my last question for you today is probably not an appropriate question to ask someone who said they're diabetic, but here we go: cake. Or pie and why? Uh,
1: pie, cause I always have frozen berries in the freezer that I need to use <laughs> and I can control the sugar in it.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Amy, thanks so much. But to round this out, where can people find out more about you, about the cross legacy, what social platforms do you want them to take a look at? Go for it.
1: We are the cross legacy on all social media. So. Every single TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you can find me under The Cross Legacy. On Instagram, I am the one that personally answers every comment, every question. So even if you just get a little heart, it means I read it and I acknowledge that I read that comment. So um, when people are trying to get an answer to a question or something, I am on Instagram every single day. And then we have over 235 videos on YouTube for more instructions and then we have the crosslegacy.com and that's where you can buy the book or join the course or there's weekly blog posts over there too so the cross legacy i'm amy cross and the cross legacy
0: amy thank you so much for taking the time to sit with me today and and have a conversation show the fridge that was awesome your kitchen backdrop is it looks like it's a tv set (laughs) Uh, and it's very holiday but so up over your right shoulder what's and oh, and up, covered. Yeah. What's, what's up there? It's. I yeah. can,
1: just like my grandma oh. did.
0: Okay. So that's all um, canning. Oh.
1: Yeah. So there's um, cranberry juice and tomatoes and pickles and mango salsa and beets and carrots and pickles. Oh, there's more pickles. Oh, there's pineapples. <laughs> See, I have pineapple up there. Okay. Like, it's a pizza. Yeah. Green beans. Um, And then I have more in the pantry,
0: <laughs> more in the pantry. Okay. no, know it's, 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 it's visually it's a, it's a great display. So. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you you'd sitting and talking to me any day.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Hope you enjoyed the show. You can reach me on Twitter at Explore Wah State. I'd love to hear your comments. You and also visit our website at explorewashingtonstate.com. If you know anyone who would like the show, it'd be amazing if you'd share the show with them. This is the biggest way that we grow this show. Good old word of mouth. Glad you were here with me today. And I hope to have you listening to the next episode. See you then.